0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 274. I'm Zahna. I'm Zook. And uh, I have yet to catch them all.
0: You know, I think it's going to take a while before we can catch them all. However, that will not stop us from diligently trying our best.
1: Full disclosure for this week's episode, we are actively catching as we record. So, um, No, my incense
0: burned out about a half hour ago.
1: What was I talking about? Anyway, uh, <laughs> shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbookaudio.com, stitcher.com, WP Cycle Web Hosting, our friends at the Podcast Awards, Geek Factor Radio, and Radio KSCR. Yes, that's all of them.
0: Did you say KSCR twice?
1: I may have. I may have. There was a Pidgeotto that that popped up, so.
0: (laughs) This show is just going to be nothing but distracted, like, Pokemon hunting, isn't it?
1: Everything on Earth has been distracted Pokemon hunting for the last three days.
0: It's been kind of crazy, hasn't it?
1: It really has. Uh, we'll, we'll get into exactly what we're talking about. If you're one of the few people who has no clue what we're talking about, we will explain it to you. Indeed,
0: and probably in more detail than you care to know.
1: Hmm. Um, so we have some feedback. Oh, cool. We do. We have feedback. Um, so it says uh, from the first feedback we have is from glue. I feast on glue. Uh, recently, big YouTubers such as Bookie twenty nine eighty eight, Leafy is here, Watchmojo, and Superwoman have been hacked. What's been cited as one of the reasons for these hacks is that the cell phone carriers they are with give their information out too easily, so the hackers gain access to the YouTuber's SIM cards and, along with that, all their information. H three H three Productions say that it's say it's with T Mobile, and do you know who else is with T Mobile? I think Zoner has said that he's with T-Mobile. So <laughs> Zahner, stop. No more internet. Just get off. Go back to using sticks and dirt. You're banned. You're grounded. You're banished. You're alienated. You're no longer allowed on the internet. No more, man. We can't handle this anymore. And then he actually gives the link to the video. But he then points out in a uh, follow-up email that um, there's some language in the video. So just an FYI. Um, and thank you, Glue. I hadn't actually heard the story yet. It's kind of crazy. I hadn't either. Yeah. Good job, Glue. I had heard, however, that especially here in Utah, um, some Wendy's chains have been hacked. Credit yes. card information has been lost from there. Zahner, do you eat at Wendy's? I do not eat fast food. So, Well, not very frequently. So
0: this one's not on me.
1: No, no. And in fact, uh, I think it originated here in my town. So it's a good thing I don't eat from Wendy's either.
0: Yeah, I actually saw that the other night on the news, and and thought, "Wow, I really need to get that in the show notes," but I couldn't find any like stuff about it other yep. than other than the local news saying, "Hey, guess what? If you buy stuff from Wendy's, you might want to check your bank statements because you've been hacked."
1: Hmm. Um. Thank you, Glue. We appreciate that. Uh, we have another email from Ruff. Ruff, how's it going, man? How have you been? He has been missed. That's how he's been. been. Yes. Uh, He says, Zook, you guys covered the Brexit adventure well. Wow. Really? (laughs) That's, I'm I'm flabbergasted. Surprise! Uh, You got something right. Yay. He says, uh, one description I heard was that the EU lost one friend. The UK lost 27 friends. Again, good job. I like that description because suddenly it makes it feel like middle school. Just saying, yeah, the works. click will go on without them. Um, also, have you seen this article about moving the financial aggregation business away from sc- screen scraping to APIs? And then he links an article. Uh, no, Ruff, I haven't. I don't follow such things, and I don't really understand what you just said. <laughs> He goes on to say, one of the issues with screen scraping is that the customer has to provide their user ID and password to the aggregator. Sure, that isn't secure, but how does the API, quote unquote, log in to get customers data if it doesn't have exactly the same things? User ID, password, Cheers. rough. Ah, that I can answer for you. Well, you were you about to say something there, Zoner?
0: No, just yawning. Because ah. I'm tired. I only slept for a couple hours last night.
1: Yeah, I got done with a father and son's camp out uh, where I did not sleep very well on my pad, on my back, on the ground, like a plebeian. So um,
0: <laughs> I'm too old for camping, but I, I love it so. My next-door neighbors just bought a brand-new camping trailer, and two doors down, they bought one uh, six months ago, maybe. And I'm sitting here with my tent. And thinking, I got to up my camping game.
1: So back to uh, the API question, (laughs) which has nothing to do with camping. Okay, so how an API works is you sign in to a system, and the system generates an API key. And using that key, and it's just a token ID, it's just a set of numbers that isn't exactly associated to you by name. And I'm kind of slaughtering this, and Schmitty will probably ream us out for this next week when the episode's released, but this is a very, very broad term here. That token ID is then sent to the data store. In this case, it's a a banking institution. And the banking store says, ah, for token number 1234567, here's the data back. There's nothing to say that that data goes with rough and that his username is this, and his password is this. It's just merely some random number. Now, if that information were to be intercepted, yeah, they could still find the information, but by not knowing whose information it is, it kind of makes it irrelevant. Uh, It's not a perfect system. But that is how APIs work. And most credit card transactions run on such a system. Uh, Authorize.net, other card processing carriers like that, run on the same idea. They give an authorization token. And so long as the token is valid, they can run transactions against it. If ever the card changes, someone no longer wants to have a renewing subscription, they think it's been compromised, they just simply... Uh, negate access for that token ID, generate a new token ID, you're back in business. It's also the same way most tap-to-pay systems work. So, there you go.
0: That was a lot of words, man.
1: I know. It sounds like I actually researched this. I didn't. I just happened to know because we do this a lot at work. So... There we go. Um, and he also wrote back another one then, uh, and this one is for you, Zoner. Zoner, thanks for your favorite you mentioned the other day. I'm always out of my getting out my phone only to be greeted by the orange screen of Hungry. I decided to try Energy Bar, but I couldn't download it as my phone had gone completely flat. By the way, you guys were talking about older versions of phones recently. I just purchased two LG G4s for myself and the wife, even though the G5 is out. Why? The G5 was 35% of the monthly cost of the G, sorry, the G4 was 35% of the monthly cost of the G5, and I prefer to keep those dollars in my pocket. Cheers. Rough. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. The G4 is a great phone. Um, It's only probably slightly behind the V10, which Schmitty has, and really, even then, only in the fact that the V10 has a larger screen, dust resistance, water resistance, um, but otherwise, the G4 is a perfectly fine phone. It's a great phone, actually.
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting because, and we've talked about this, but some phones are just like I mean, they're perfect at what they do. The the S3 was one. Mm-hmm. I think the Nexus Five was one.
1: Uh, the G4 probably the G, was the G3 and G4. I mean. Yeah, I think those, the G3 was about perfect. The G4 was just a perfect refinement of the G3.
0: I mean, there's there's a lot of those phones out there. And if they still function well, you know, you're perfectly justified in picking one up.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I th- think
0: the S7 may be one as
1: well. I, I So long as nothing catastrophic happens to my S7, I'm probably going to hold on to this phone for quite a while. And yeah. this is funny. We're at that point because... All the new phones have the same hardware or the same class of hardware. And the jump between last year's model, like the G4, and this year's model, like the G5, isn't so astronomical that it justifies the cost. Now, if you're like me and you didn't have last year's model, you had the model from a couple years ago, then sure, then that justifies the cost. But if you can get a G4 for like one-third the cost, The cost? Sure. Yeah, go for it. I love my S7, but if I could have gotten an S6 for one-third the cost, that would have been pretty tempting. As it was, I got my S7 free because my wife bought one. Even then, we got $200 back and a bunch of free hardware, so it kind of worked out to one-third the cost. Yeah, not bad. So, thank you, Ruff. Thank you, Glue, for your feedback. Um, if you have feedback for us, that is feedback at stolen I've never said the word feedback so many times in one sentence feedback. Or give us a call, 801 917 geek. And on to the headlines.
0: Do we want to start with the big Pokemon in the room? Pokemon? The sn-
1: is there a Snorlax here? <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> I just came across an image. Uh, something on Facebook, somebody talking about how he's sitting here watching TV and all of a sudden there's knock at the front door and there's a boy and a girl standing at the door and says, Excuse me, but you have a ride on in your backyard. Can me and my sister go back there and catch it? It's
1: <laughs> a <laughs> okay, so, true story. I've had that happen all up and down my street. Really? Yeah. Thankfully, our house backs up to a uh, parking lot. And it's not like a commercial center or anything. It's a church parking lot, okay? So I've been walking up and down the parking lot right up against the fence, and it gives me just enough reach into my neighbor's backyards to be able to get the Pokemon in their yards. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. If you don't know what we're talking about, Pokemon Go did not launch this week. Um, the beta came out for people who were in the public beta group, uh, that APK, which is the installation file for Android got leaked. Everyone downloaded it. Everyone signed into it, created such demand for it that niantech Niantech, the uh, company who makes it, uh, they also make Ingress, which we've all played as well, decided, eh, screw it. Let's push it live. And all productivity in the world halted.
0: And the potato that they call a server um, got fried?
1: (laughs) I don't think... Okay, so Ingress is a location-based augmented reality game that has portals where you go from area to area collecting uh, energy capturing portals linking them together to create fields it's been around for a few years and once you get into it you find that there are others around you playing it that you would never have thought were playing it you make friends you make enemies uh you meet it's people it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun you see places that you didn't know were in your neighborhood and Despite the fact it's been out for years and it's fun and it's very inventive, most people don't know about it or don't play it or might have played it and gave it up because it was too difficult or any number of things. And if Niantic was trying to base the rollout for Pokemon Go off of their experiences with Ingress, they were going to be sorely disappointed because evidently everyone plays Pokemon and I'm fairly server I'm fairly sure that the servers they use have burst into flames multiple times.
0: Now, I should throw this out there. I've been playing Pokemon Go uh all week. I sideloaded the APK so that I could play. And I've never done anything with Pokemon before in my life.
1: Neither have I.
0: I'm forty years old, so I kind of miss the whole Pokemon trading card thing. And I never, although I do have Pokemon Red for my Game Boy, I've never played it. And so I keep thinking I need to break out my Game Boy and play Pokemon Red. And just kind of see what I've been missing. But I jumped all over this and I was thinking, I'm going to do it because this is a big tech story. Although it's kind of tech, but kind of not. And I thought I've i gotta know what this is about and it just hooked me. It's it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Now so, um so what it is, it's based on the same idea as Ingress. Certain points in the real world are pokestops or Pokemon gyms. And as you walk around, Pokemon will appear around you and allow and you can capture them. Uh the idea of real time one on one battles is something that's on the drawing board. They've said that it will be coming. It's not out yet. And it should be noted that the APK version is still 0.9, which means it's still a beta. But when it works, it's really polished. It's really fun. When it doesn't work, it is the most infuriating thing ever. Um, I was three tiers into a gym battle near my house when suddenly the entire system crashed. Didn't let me back in for a half hour. I could have... Got in that gym too. Uh, <laughs> this has led to, however, to some problems. You see, the Pokemon don't necessarily know where they're being spawned. So I captured my uh, Primeape, who was uh, right there on the side of I fifteen. Now I was on the frontage road, thankfully, and I was barely able to uh, get it in my range. But this has led to problems and uh, many memes where people are trying to stop and get Pokemon from very dangerous places.
0: You know, the Tennessee Department of Transportation actually just put out a like public safety thing, and it said bef- something along the lines of "before you go," and it had the Pokemon Go wording or whatever the the graphic. The Uh, it said, make sure you stop. And it showed somebody, I think it was a a Pidgeot on their dashboard and a semi coming to hit them head on. Um, (laughs) obviously that's not funny if somebody dies playing Pokemon go, but the same thing happened to me the other night, minus the subway or subway that the semi, um, I was sitting at a stoplight and I pulled it open because I knew I was around some pokey stops because they used a lot of the ingress portals. So I'm sitting at this light. It's a long light. I know it's a long light, and all of a sudden I've got a, a drowsy bouncing around on my dashboard. So I hurry and catch it before the light changes and it crashes. The servers were down, so I got no credit for it, but still, I mean, this is a real thing. People are going to die playing this game in their cars. <laughs> Probably,
1: yes. Now, there was a fake news story that got floated out on uh, Facebook about some guy trying to catch a Pikachu on the freeway, saying that if you're going to catch them all, you've got to go all out. And so he stops on the freeway and, st- and creates this massive traffic pileup. Uh, that was fake. Don't fall for it. Uh, however, point taken, that could very well happen in real life.
0: Oh, it it totally could. It totally could. Um, Yeah, it's bad news. I I actually had to... My kids like to play while I'm driving. They'll use my phone. And that's cool. If someone else is using your phone, go for it. But my son is like, I need you to pull over right now. Kids, I got to catch this. And so, yeah. I mean, some of that's going to happen. But when you're cruising around just neighborhood streets, it's generally not a bad Bad problem when you're cruising along I don't know interstates at eighty miles an hour, yeah be careful <laughs> be careful
1: yeah you know, um I love so you just Zo just sent me the link to the uh, the ad here in one of the comments uh, are people actually getting an accidents playing go that's not going to make you the very best <laughs>
0: How can you catch them all if you're dead?
1: Uh, so my sister-in-law posted a picture to her Facebook saying, "All of you, if any one of you are under 15 playing Go, knock it off. You're crashing the servers for the rest of us. You don't even know what a Squirtle is."
0: <laughs> now you know it's funny because you were talking about how Ingress, how the game kind of introduces you to some people that you may not have known. On Friday, uh, my, my daughter and I, well, I needed to go pick up my truck from the shop. They were checking on my AC. Not that anybody cares, but it gets really hot without an AC in Utah in the summertime. So I decided, okay, the shop's half a mile away. I'm just going to walk over there, and I'll break out Pokemon Go while I'm walking. My daughter is like, I want to go too. So intern Emma comes, and we both fire up Pokemon Go. And we get to the end of our street, and we see two two teenage boys walking down the street, looking at their phones. Yeah, they're playing. You know they're playing. We turn the corner, and there's a Pokestop at a skate park uh, at the park next to our home, or near our home, rather. And we walk over there to to get it, and there's some kids there. And we hear, Are you guys playing Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, We go back out onto the main road, some neighbors pull up, they stop, they see us, they're doing war driving with their Pokemon, and (laughs) it's like everywhere, you can't escape it, you cannot escape it, Pokemon is everywhere, Um, including police stations.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of them there, actually.
0: Yeah, I, I guess there's a, a PokeStop in a at the Darwin Police Station. I don't know where that's at Australia, probably maybe maybe UK, um, but I guess so many people were going there uh, that they had to post uh, the following on their Facebook quote for those budding Pokemon trainers out there using Pokemon Go, whilst the Darwin Police Station may feature as a PokeStop. Please be advised that you don't actually have to step inside in order to gain the pokeballs. It's also a good idea to look up away from your phone and both ways before crossing the street, crossing the street. That sand shrew isn't going anywhere fast. Stay safe and catch them all.
1: If you want really funny, um, because again, ingress portals are typically points of interest or important ones. I just pulled up this article. Um, the White House's Pokemon gym is yes. currently uh Team Valor, Go Team Valor, and it's protected by a uh a Pidgeot named Merica. <laughs> a level 790 Pidgeot.
0: Wow.
1: That is the coolest thing ever.
0: So, who who do you think um Set that up there. I mean, obviously it's an old Ingress portal. You think the president played Ingress?
1: Because that I would be awesome. I, I, I would have he,
0: newfound respect for him.
1: I doubt he played Ingress, though with his job, he could have hit some portals that no one else ever had access to.
0: Oh, I just had a wild Pikachu appear.
1: Damn you, I have been looking for a Pikachu.
0: And I caught it in one ball. Yes,
1: are we not doing phrasing anymore? (laughs) (laughs) But Obama seems to me much more like a Pokemon fan.
0: Well, he's got daughters too, so they maybe it's them that would be going nuts for this.
1: Yeah, true, true. Uh, So yeah, that's that's been our life for the last few days, Um, and already I'm really sick and tired of the. I'm sorry. Our servers are having problems screen.
0: Oh, I posted something about that on, uh, I think I put it up on our Instagram page the other day. Yeah. I'm really tired of seeing that screen. That sucks.
1: Hmm. All right. Um, other
0: stuff happened, but does it really matter?
1: No. Okay. Everyone <laughs> that's, that's our show. No. Okay. So other video game news, actually, let's go into that. Let's go straight from, uh, Pokemon over to blizzard. So, Overwatch is a thing, and it was kind of the gaming phenom of the past few months, right up until this came out. Well, like so many other popular titles, someone is building cheats for it. As they do. As they do. Uh, So, there's a cheat tool called Watch Over Tyrant. Not exactly sure what it does. Never played this game myself. Don't particularly care. But what a cheat does is it affects certain lines of code in the game to give you extra boosts and and advantage. I, I don't think I need to explain what that is. Blizzard is suing them for copyright infringement. And I have a problem with this, and yet I don't have a problem with this. And I have a problem with the fact I don't have a problem with this. So, Blizzard contends that the code for Overwatch is theirs and it is copyrighted by them. They own the code. And that is factually true. It's not just factually true. It's morally true. It's legally true. It's just true. They own the code. You don't. And they contend that the cheaters are using their code and subverting their code to basically bypass certain elements of the game also true which means that they are using blizzard's property against them so they're suing here's yeah, where i'm i'm torn yeah. and here's why everything blizzard is saying is completely accurate 100 percent accurate and unlike other things where say it's Um, Like a a copy of Windows, right? You buy Windows. Once it's on your computer, it's yours. But it's still copyrighted by Microsoft. You can't take Windows, tweak certain elements of it so it bypasses certain elements of Windows, go out and sell it as, you know, (laughs) Zukdos.
0: That sounds like
1: a A cereal. cereal. A really horrible cereal yeah.
0: yeah, sugar cereal. You watch, eat big old box full of crap on Saturday morning.
1: Yeah, it was only ever sold in Mexico, and the factory burned down mysteriously. But you know, and that's the problem here is that these cheat makers are taking the code, redoing it, and selling the tool. Or maybe they're not even selling it. But Blizzard is worried that hey, that's the potential here, and they're not wrong. But here's where I have a problem with the fact that I don't have a problem with it. It's a cheat tool. We've been using these for years. Okay, Game Genie. Game Genie worked on the same principle. It wasn't as advanced. It was simply inserting bits of code between the cartridge and the game console. But it was the same thing. So I... I don't know how to feel about that.
0: Well, I can understand Blizzard's gripe here, because um, I mean, you think about it your your uh, analogy of Windows into Zukdos is a is a great great analogy for this.
1: And we should clarify: this is not the same as a mod. If I bought Windows and I modified parts of the code just for myself. Or even posted it online saying, hey, look, if you do this, you know, you get a really cool little folder animation or something. That's not the same as then repackaging it as mine and selling it or distributing it that way.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it looks like they're charging 12.95 euros for a month of access to this cheap engine, for lack of a better word. So I, yeah, I mean, they are profiting off of Blizzard's work, granted, they have done work of on their own, but I mean, it's blizzard's work it, it really i I think Blizzard's got a really good case here
1: which is so funny, right? because so often we're used to the big companies and corporations just being utter douches, yeah
0: I mean, I think it would be different if they if they came out with this cheat engine. And then just released it into the wild, like a lot of them do,
1: right? Because World of Warcraft had a whole bunch of tool sets and toolboxes, uh, toolbars, cheats, different things you could install that changed the way the client worked. But they yeah. weren't sold.
0: No, I mean it. Just if if you're
1: you're catching a freaking Pokemon right now, aren't you?
0: I am, I am. But if you're financially <laughs> profiting from. From my this. phone
1: died, that's the only reason I'm not.
0: <laughs> hey, a wild Pegito just appeared. Um and I caught it. And then it escaped. So I had it sounds
1: like it an in. Italian. It does.
0: Did I It's a me, Pegito. Piggiotto. Sorry. Piggiotto. St- Piggiotto. I'm trying to learn these names. I'm an old man. Get off my case.
1: Um Do you have any of them tweet
0: books? <laughs> but You know what I'm saying, though? If they just released it as a mod or whatever, that would be one thing.
1: Right. Then Blizzard's biggest concern would be how to block it.
0: Yes. But where these guys are financially profiting from this, I think Blizzard, as much as I hate to say it, they've got a case.
1: Right. Right, right, right. Um, Let's go into other video game news, despite the fact that this doesn't necessarily start off as a video game headline, but bear with us here. So there's a Ford dealership, a privately owned Ford dealership, part of a franchise here, right? Uh, And it is, let's see, it's in Boston.
0: They're in Boston. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they have a sales spectacular coming up here. It's the Ford freedom sales event, uh, and it's a great image. It looks very outdoorsy. It looks like it could be from an REI catalog. Uh, it has kind of that great material theme uh, or modern theme, depending on who you want to go with. Um, kind of the flat colors, multiple layers. It looks, it's a sharp bit of graphic design. Far more than you would expect from a little Ford dealership to put forth. Oh, that's because it's not. They took a screen cap from a video game. Yeah, and through their graphics on top of it.
0: What what's the game? Firewatch is that what it's called? Yep, yep. Uh, I've actually heard this is a really fun game, and I have every intention of picking it up on Steam when it's four ninety nine or whatever. However, I mean it's it's very beautiful. It's got the tower. It's got the trees. The mountains behind it. And then Ford went and said Ford Freedom Sales Event down at the bottom they I mean, they didn't even try and hide the fact that this was they didn't tweak this image at all yeah other than throwing their their um wording onto it
1: what's really funny is the game is, uh, is about you traveling through the wilderness on foot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> irony <laughs> so okay so tech dirt and many other tech journalists reached out to ford ford quickly washed their hands of the whole thing saying, no, look, this is a privately owned dealership. We had nothing to do with this. So people started calling the dealership. The dealership passed it off onto the ad agency. The ad agency started just hanging up on people before emailing out a statement. And the statement says, we always use DMCA compliant sites when getting images He claimed that the image was obtained from a DMCA-compliant digital wallpaper site. Here's the problem. The DMCA stands for the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. It basically means, in this context, that if someone has an image up on the site that shouldn't be there, say, you know, the publishers a Firewatch, they can say, take the image down, and the site will comply. It doesn't mean that those images are free for use or public domain or non-commercial or commercial or anything. It's not Shutterstock. You know, it's not Getty Images. So the ad exec has no clue what he's talking about.
0: Which is hilarious to me. I mean, these people have no clue what they're doing. Either that, or they're—they know that they ripped off the image, and they're hoping that saying you know DMCA compliant will appease all the masses who apparently and most likely know more than this ad agency when it comes to this sort of stuff. I I, I can't tell if they're trying to just pull over a fast one. Or if they really are just that stupid.
1: Yeah. I. Yes.
0: <laughs> hello from column A. Hello from column The two B. are
1: not mutually exclusive.
0: Yeah. No, they are not.
1: Um, Let's break out with. We're going so out of order here that it's now actually a bit hard to figure out what is where. So let's go with Blackberry. That's always a, a really good fallback. Blackberry is fall
0: always a safe one to go to.
1: The BlackBerry Classic. Um, Evidently, they forgot to turn the machine off that makes them because they were still making them.
0: Yes. Well, didn't they start making them again?
1: Didn't yes. It, I, I, I think we talked I, about that, and they like... Yeah, I should clarify. I mean the new ones. They they were still making the new ones.
0: Yeah. When, that's been, what, three years ago? Two, three years ago since they started doing those again? Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, they've stopped, and so, like, we talked a couple weeks ago about how President Obama just got his what was it? His S four, S five. I don't. And other know.
1: branches of the government have actually retired BlackBerry entirely.
0: Yeah, and the Senate now is is having to retire retire BlackBerry, but. Yeah, I guess the BlackBerry Classic is no longer going to be available as a thing. Which, you know, okay, cool. They are they got the three Android versions that we talked about last week. The the, the
1: not quite noble gasses. Yeah,
0: the not quite noble gasses. <laughs> I like that. That's what they should call that line. <laughs> The not quite noble gases of blackberry, <laughs> I got some not quite noble gas here, um, but yeah, I just really blackberry i don 't get it
1: so this is their official statement, and I love the spin they 're putting on this similar i 'm quoting here quote similar to many other device makers, we are changing the lineup of smartphones as we innovate and advance our portfolio emphasis mine. And we are updating our smartphone lineup with state-of-the-art devices. As part of this, and after many successful years on the market, we have informed our U.S. carriers that the manufacturing cycle of only our BlackBerry Classic will cease. However, we have informed our customers to check with their respective carrier for device availability or purchase Classic unlocked online. We continue to actively support sales of our BlackBerry 10 smartphones to customers In most markets and for customers choosing our Android device as their next smartphone, there will be a seamless transition without any compromise to the security of their mobile platform or operations, end quote. So my question is, is, are they like ordering these phones in batches of 20? (laughs) I don't know.
0: I mean, I guess this is. What, what is BlackBerry even selling? They've got the Passport now. Is the Passport still available?
1: Passport's still available, but it's, and, like, real boutique It's hard to find one. Uh, they the have the Z10, 10? which is three years old. That's the one that you and I tested, and it was that, crap then. That was um, a nightmare. And those are both BlackBerry 10 devices. Neither of those are Android. Uh, then they have, well, then they have the Priv. So they've got three phones that you can buy. Nothing from the last two years.
0: Other than the Priv, which came out last year?
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah. Or this year? Did it come out this year? Who even knows anymore? It was first announced as the Venice, and that was three years ago. So when it finally came out as the Priv, it felt like it had already been out three years because it was already three years old.
0: Just...
1: this is why we need Schmidt if, if he if he was here he'd be able to pull it up immediately
0: they're embarrassing and I know we've said that before but they are straight up embarrassing
1: let's see here hey, Google, come on
0: going to the Googles
1: it was officially announced September of 2015 and it launched October of 2015.
0: Okay, so it's it's not quite a year old. No. Okay. Um. Yeah, BlackBerry, way to go. Continue to be innovative and full of suck. I wonder if the Priv will play Pokemon Go.
1: There's so many Pokemon jokes, and it makes me wish I was more immersed in the lore to make one right now because I can just feel that I'm missing a great opportunity right now.
0: Yeah, probably. Oh, well, speaking of... I was going to say speaking of missed opportunities, but we're not going to talk about BlackBerry anymore. Um, We've got some bad malware for Android devices. Have you heard about this?
1: I have, actually. And our friend Nathan actually wrote to see if I had heard about this. Yeah, Hummingbird.
0: I mean bad.
1: Uh, I, mean, I mean bad. Yeah, excuse me. Well, so, this is that actually That sounds like a Pokemon. It does. It does. Oh, yeah. uh, the rest of the headline sounds like a Pokemon story as well, saying that it's infected on more than 10 million Android devices. Yeah, that's that's Pokemon Go. <laughs> so, an ad agency in China has a bit of software that gets pushed out to your device secretly. And then can track where you visit, what you visit, all this different stuff for the purposes of advertising. However, there's a very, very thin line between analytics for advertising and just straight up data mining everyone and everything they're doing. And the fact that this thing proliferates across Android without anyone knowing has allowed it to infect over 10 million devices. All in the name of advertising, which we know is crap because it comes from a Chinese advertising agency.
0: Called Ying Mob, which is actually a legit like advertising agency.
1: I'm sure it is, but here's the problem. China isn't exactly known for their transparency or allowing people to do whatever they want to do. They like, and I'm going to get real political here, but its I don't think I'm exactly breaking new ground in this. I think this is pretty pretty well established. Right up there with Blackberry is dumb, and North Korea are, are also dumb. It's <laughs> That's one of our like
0: so eloquent there. They're dumb, and these
1: people I, are dumb. I'm tired, and I need to charge my phone to figure out what else is in my area. But so <laughs> I've got places to be, on honor. Don't question me.
0: <laughs> There's a Charmander in the backyard. I gotta go get it.
1: Oh, man, I'd give anything for a freaking Charmander right now. Um, But so, when I tell you that a U.S. government agency has developed a worm that infects Android devices, tracks everything you're doing, everywhere you've been, all the sites you visit, and reports back on that for the purpose of analytics, what do you immediately think?
0: I think of that... That I can't remember what it was called. The one that they used to bring down the Iranian nuclear plant. Stuxnet. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Change U.S. government agency with Chinese ad firm, and that's the same thing. Yeah. And to further prove my point, the next headline is also about that. So China has enacted a law saying that any news stories have to be vetted through the central government first. Well, that could on the positive side. If the U.S. did that, that would mean that at least more and more news stories would be factually accurate. Except no, because that's also a lie. It basically just means the government can control the press. Now, in this case, it gets much worse because this is specifically targeting social media users, right? Who broke the story that Osama bin Laden had been taken down? It wasn't the White House.
0: Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I don't remember where it came from.
1: It came from Twitter. Some guy, a neighbor. Oh, who that's lived, right. He lived across, across the a, street. Yeah. He was across the street and got woken up by helicopters, and he started tweeting about it.
0: That's right. I forgot about that.
1: That's big news, right? Well, under China's law, anyone seeing news happening and starts tweeting about it, a news agency picks that up. The news agency now has to vet that story through the central government, and the central government can say, yes, you can report on that. Or no, you can't. So let's say that a student happens to say, hey, these tanks are rolling through Tiananmen Square, and riot cops are beating people, and posts it to Twitter. And That's
0: a person who's going to meet an untimely end.
1: Yes. Well, a news agency gets it and says, oh, can we report on that? And the government says, no, do not report on anything happening there right now.
0: How long until we start to see this happen in our country?
1: I don't think we ever will. Um, I think for as lazy as Americans typically get, we are hyper alert when it comes to censorship. When we are being censored. Are we, though? Yeah. Yeah, I think we are, actually.
0: You look at all these whiny snowflakes out there that need their safe spaces because harsh words can hurt their feelings, they want people censored.
1: Yes, but there's then immediately, there's blowback on the other side whenever that happens. And that's one thing from someone saying something offensive to, hey, these cops are getting, are are beating down these people. Oh, we have to censor that. No, you are not going to censor that. And that leads very nicely into our next headline.
0: <laughs> wow, I see what you did there.
1: Hey, almost this, like I've
0: been doing this. First of all, this has been a tragic tragic week for both sides of the badge.
1: Oh, this has been a horrible week. Um Okay. So, and I've seen some confusion about this. I've seen a lot of confusion and the media isn't helping. There have been two separate instances of Cops shooting, where where police have shot suspects and killed them, and 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 that's the part that I, people have been kind of mixing up. One happened in.
0: It was in Milwaukee, wasn't it,
1: or, or Minnesota? Or yeah, one of the M areas. It was a traffic stop, um, where a gentleman told the officer. The officer said, "Hey, you have a broken tail light. I need to see your license." The the gentleman said, Okay, you should know. I have a concealed carry. I have a permit for it. I'm going to reach in and get my wallet. And is very slowly doing it. The cop freaks, shoots him four times, and he dies. Cop shoots into a car with another woman in it and a four-year-old child in the back seat. I... I'm not going to get all Black Lives Matter on this show, because I feel that this show is above that. But even if, even if the cop felt justified that this man was a serious threat to him, I do believe most officers are trained about collateral damage. And when there is a four-year-old child in your immediate firing arc, that's not the time to shoot. The next story... And this one is where it becomes a little less cut and dry because we don't have all the facts. A gentleman was already restrained. He was down on the ground. Cops were on top of him. Next thing we know, another cop is shooting him repeatedly. And see, even I might be screwing these up because even then, I think maybe this, this one that was shot four times, the other one was shot once. I don't even know. The media has gotten this so mixed up, and I see people commenting on one, oh, he was on the ground, and he fought back, but really, they're talking about this guy in the car, or vice versa, but it's two separate times. Needless
0: to say, tragedies happened.
1: Tragedies happened, and the reason we're bringing this up on this show is because both of these were recorded, kind of. The immediate aftermath were recorded. In fact, the one I talked about with the traffic stop, the woman in the car, the fiancé, live-streamed it on Facebook she probably she didn't know at the time her fiance had just been killed he was bleeding out um he's still kind of responding then she didn't know he died uh, they they wouldn't tell her until hours and hours later at the police station it's hard to watch it is really hard to watch uh, and I don't mean that as pro-police, anti-police. Um, I mean that as a human being. Well, Facebook took it down. And I don't even blame them because they put it back up and they added a disclaimer to the beginning of it saying, you know, warning, graphic content, very graphic content.
0: Well, the thing but that I think-
1: That's not what I have a problem with. I have a problem with another part, but go ahead. The
0: problem that I have with this, I mean... They're basically acting as the gatekeepers for information. It's their site. We've talked about this before, but they took it down, and then they said that it was removed due to a, quote, technical
1: glitch. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Again, why we can't be on a political podcast together.
0: (laughs) What? What kind of technical glitch?
1: causes that particular video to be taken down. Or better question, why the hell does every single controversial video on YouTube fall to the same technical glitch? Every single time there's one of these videos on there, it's taken down. People call Facebook on it and they say, oh, sorry, technical glitch, our bad. Here, we put it back up. Just fess up to it. Fess up to it, okay? Even, you know, release a statement saying it was put up there... We had to review it to make sure that it was something that could be put up in good taste. Remember, Facebook isn't the government. Facebook isn't the press. They have the right and not necessarily the obligation. It's kind of a douchey thing to do. But they can come in and say, no, you can't post that on our site. It's our site.
0: I mean, they've got terms of service. If it violates their terms of service, they are perfectly entitled to take it down. But say, this is in violation of our standards. We took even, it down.
1: Or even say, don't even say that, saying it's under review. We are reviewing it right now. Yeah. And you know what? For that particular, you know, the the one where it's like your little, your three-year-old daughter running through the sprinklers and her swim diaper falls. Okay, that's a little bit stupid. You really think that's child porn? I'm going to really question that. The guy bleeding out because he's just been shot? Yeah, okay, I totally understand you holding a board meeting where you decide whether or not this is okay to put on there. But yeah. just fess up to it. A technical glitch? That's like saying, sorry, my Twitter account was hacked. I don't know who posted that weird stuff. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Facebook, just shut up. Just shut up and accept what you are and what you do. And be straightforward about it. Stop with this technical glitch crap.
1: Yeah, we all see through it. It's just dumb.
0: Now, we should also mention, I guess, Thursday night, there were some uh, some shootings in Dallas where police were actually targeted. Yeah. And last I heard, five officers, I've been camping, so I don't know, but five officers was the last I heard that were that were shot and assassinated, basically. Um, so, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to them and their families as well. Because, I mean, that's, that's just tragic. Those guys are out there just trying to, trying to keep people safe. So,
1: uh, um, Not that, particularly no, pleased with this week.
0: No, no. Pokemon Go is much more fun.
1: Yeah, jeez. Give me uh, my, my little augmented reality world.
0: While we're talking about um, just horrible things, we haven't talked about Ashley Madison for a while.
1: No, we haven't. So, um, they're being investigated by the Federal Trade Commission. And not for the reason you'd think. If you remember, was it last year? Yeah, one year. um, They had that devastating attack that leaked all the personal information of people using the site. Okay, well, that's bad. Why should they be investigated for it? Well, if you remember, it turns out a lot of the accounts on the site weren't actually belonging to any particular people, and in fact, some of them did belong to people, but those people never signed up for an account. Myself included.
0: <laughs> That's true. I forgot you were involved
1: in. I was. I was involved. I had to tell I my I was wife. not. I know. <laughs> I would like to point out, however, my card has never been stolen from any other hacks. So. Yeah,
0: that's uh, although of all of the times I've been compromised in data breaches, that's the one that I really am glad that I was not compromised in.
1: Hey, Zoner, life is short. Lose your credit card information. Jeez, Jeez. So,
0: but yeah, we talked about this though. That a lot of the, especially female accounts, were just bots, mm-hmm. and now they're saying I think I think um, only one in five female accounts was an actual human. Something along those lines?
1: Yep. Um, so, not only are they having the class action lawsuits about the whole data loss, but because of all the fake um, profiles on there, the FTC is investigating it as basically fraud.
0: Which I think is hilarious. I think it's awesome. That yeah, like- the
1: website that advocates cheating... Is going to be indicted by the FTC for cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful karma.
0: That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But
1: I guess nothing what good goes comes around, from comes Fembots. Around. Nothing good comes from Fembots. No. Just no. ask Austin Powers. Yes, he will let you know. Uh, We still have a few more headlines. Uh, We are not going to have time to get to them, but I do want to leave on one more. Uh, This will be our last one here. So there is a story in the news right now where a appeals court judge has basically convicted someone, uh, David NoSal, a former employee of Corn Ferry. uh, It's an international research firm of hacking. He's using the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, which is kind of an annoying catch-all for anything computer-related that the court currently doesn't have a law for. They can throw it under there and call it hacking. In this case, he hacking was defined by the judge as accessing the database using someone else's password. So using someone else's password to access any sort of data is now a federal crime, according to this precedent. Now, in this case, sure, it makes total sense. The guy was using someone else's database login to create havoc in the system. But the problem with a law is is that laws are a lot like active directory group policies. Flipping it on doesn't just affect that one thing. You've just flipped that on across the board. So that means if I share a password with Zoner like my Netflix password or even the password to my own FTP. I've just broken federal law. Yeah, this is a bad precedent. Bad, bad precedent. Now, it's very easy to say, you know, Netflix could say, hey, look, Zook, you can't share your password with his honor. That's against our terms of service. If we see that kind of information, if we see that kind of uh, that use, that activity, we'll cut you off. And guess what? They're fully within their right to do that. If that's in their terms of service, and in fact, with Netflix, I think it is, um, then they're fully within their rights to do that. But to say that the government has the right to come and arrest you for it seems a little extreme. Someone at work is sharing passwords to a company s- system. Well, guess what? That's against the terms of service. They can be fired for that. But I'm not going to call the cops on them. Yeah. So, I... I wonder kind of how long it's going to take for someone to try and strike this down, because this is a bad, bad idea.
0: Well, you know, though, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, those guys are nuts. I don't know who those judges are, but whenever you hear a crazy ruling... It's generally the Ninth Circuit. And they're... Where are they? San Francisco? Is that where they're stationed? And so... I mean... Yeah, these guys. I don't know. But this is bad, bad precedent. Bad precedent.
1: Sounds like a children's book. Bad precedent? Yeah. (laughs) All (laughs) right. All right. Um, into our favorites this week. Gee, I wonder what it could be.
0: We have a combined favorite. I think this is a first for us.
1: Yes, yes it is. Well, it's the first time where we've actually said it, because there have been times where everyone on the show, when we had four hosts, uh, have all agreed that one thing was their favorite, but we still went through the favorites with all four of us going through it and saying the same thing. No, no, this time it's just Pokemon Go.
0: Yeah, I mean... It is what it
1: is. It dominated our lives this week. I may lose my job and my family and my home because of this game, but I'll lose weight walking around the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I love seeing the stories on social media. Yeah, I had a whatever out in my backyard and decided to go out and try and catch it. And two and a half hours later and 17 miles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now 11, 12 Poke Trainer. And and I think it's hilarious, though, because Nintendo and Nantech managed to do in 24 hours what Michelle Obama has been trying to do for the last eight years (laughs) and getting people out of their house and just get up and move. (laughs) I'm so I'm so happy that, you know, we were able to do they were able to do that
1: oh, man, I have, oh, my gosh, get me in touch with Nintendo now. If they could, like, get, like, a Fitbit integration or whatnot, so, like, an hour-long workout, as you're working out, you can choose which Pokemon you're training up at the same time. Imagine. that's brilliant. Imagine. We're going to all look like CrossFit athletes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm going to write someone something i'm writing the president now he's in on this i know he's in on this i know that's his pidgeot
0: (laughs) do it dude do it make it happen
1: all right that is our episode this week hey thanks for the feedback earlier in the episode again 801-917-geek feedback at stolen droids.com give us a call send us a tweet drop us a line on facebook Zonner's laughing about something
0: I'll share it after the show. Anyway. I just saw something that's in my internet browsing. It's of no concern to you like,
1: no, no. <laughs> Until next time, cheers. Okay. This has been a Stone Droids Media Production.